someone more annoying than I could be. Perish the thought. This is the first episode of a possible occasional episodic fate accelerated superhero game set in the faux 90s. For this session, Wilhelm Gems, John plays the astral biker, a motorcycle rider, astral projecting attention grabber. Todd plays the ace, a detective ninja from a wealthy crime-fighting family. And I play the psychic Sentinel, a psychic alien agent in an extraterrestrial cold war. Now, to the episode, after five or six minutes of character discussion. So, um, uh, about this, uh, ace, maybe you should tell uh, us a little about, like, the aspects and what you had in mind. Gary Watson, he's, <laughs> you're a rich playboy type, uh, detective ninja with clever gadgets. Basically, he uses, uh... Ninja tactics and uh, a Batmanish utility belt to uh, thwart foes. For those who have seen his picture, and it shows a sigh. You're going like, wait, you don't mention a sigh in his character sheet. Well, that's because that's just another thing that's in his belt. He pulls out a handle, pushes a button, and prongs, and and, and the uh, center uh, tine just pops out. Mainly uh, black carry character with a little bit of white and a little bit of uh, red from time to time. Let's see. Uh, Shouldn't his name be the Spade? Given his well, symbol? the catch is he's half black and half white, and the Spade is kind of racist, and there is no white Spade. Uh. So <laughs> it, it, it is what you want to make it. If we want to play a comic book with racial tensions, well, here's your gift. <laughs> what about them aspects? Okay, so we we have Detective Ninja with clever gadgets as his high concept. His trouble, this whole crime fighting thing, is a family tradition. His dad, his grandpa, his mom, probably his grandmother, at one point in time, were all crime fighters, and, and they're all, for the most part, were non-powered crime fighters. So, good news is he has a network that he can fall back on. Bad news, he has a network that wants to know what he's up to and sometimes get gets in the way. It's family. <laughs> so so his question is, Grandma and Grandpa still kicking around? Well, what, one thing I chose as part of his description is no tragic past or angst or grim darkness. So, yeah, we, why not? Yeah, Grandpa and Grandma, mm -hmm. yeah, they, they may not be ready to go out on patrol and, and take down uh, armed thugs. But uh, they're still both sharp as a whip. So it, under the house, because you mentioned that the house has a um, what jackal cave. That's Dad's. Because yeah, yeah, uh, but that doesn't mean doesn't stop him from getting on the radio and giving you a call. True. <laughs> so is there a crime fighting computer down there? <laughs> yes, and uh, ludicrous to uh, trophies and all all kinds of stuff. Giant penny. So on the topic of the the trouble, like, do you see it being uh, just like a meddling family, or do you think of it as like a legacy you have to uphold, or are you like, would it be interesting to have skeletons come up from the past, like your family? Yes. 
All right. Mm. <laughs> feel, feel free to run with it in all those directions. Also, they might need rescuing every now and then because they shouldn't be out crying fighting. This is a young person's game. And they've obviously would have collected a bunch of uh, nemesis. Nemesis. Yeah. Nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> and some of them may have had kids who may have it in for you. Yeah. You know, well, if they figure out that the ace is the son of the Anxjanko or the, or the Crimson Ibis. Uh, that's another reason why I'm not a color animal name. It's because I want to distance myself you know, from the Watson secret legacy. The, the way I'm, I imagine it is Onyx and Crimson are colors that are once removed from primary colors. So my mm-hmm. grandparents are probably primary colors. That That's some history we can get to if we need to. And then there's also mm-hmm. Hank Wells, which is the butler turned uh, ex- executor of the uh, state. Executor. And you have a, what, a penthouse apartment or own a top floor? Oh, it's probably the whole top floor because that's the best way to have a, uh, a secret uh, place for your, your outfit and ninja gadgets and stuff like that. <laughs> that does. So you are a secret identity then? How well, Gary, yes. Stupidly rich power. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Show up as a secret ninja and just like, here, have money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gary Watson is a secret identity and he's. Uh, is the playboy type with his own mansion and everyone knows he's connected to the watson estate but he doesn't live in stately watson manor getting back to aspects everyone makes Mm -hmm. mistakes so what what i want to say is that he's a detective but instead of saying i'm the world's greatest detective it's more like he's observant and he catches the mistakes that people make. Uh, Except when he makes a mistake in catching the mistake. I assume also be compelled and he makes mistakes as well. Exactly. Yeah. Master of improvised uh, tool or weapon. Mm-hmm. Tool. I guess I should be tools and weapons, plural. But uh, ba- basically that means he's trained to be quick on his feet and uh, use whatever's at hand. The whole scenery is a tool for him to use kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, of course, stupidly rich is its own superpower, uh, which means uh, sometimes uh, he can fix things just by throwing money at it. And, of course, the downside to that is when you're stupidly rich, you have obligations that are sometimes hard to get out of. I do imagine he is definitely on, on the on the younger side, collegiate age. Uh, Jason in his late twenties. Well, he, he is open though about his superheroism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, he has no clue. He never read a comic book in his life. He doesn't really watch comic book movies. He's into racing. Is he using these powers for good? Because he had a quote near death experience. No, because his father is a ma- is a master criminal. Well, the question is, how did you? <laughs> Get your powers. He woke up one morning, went to work, and then he realized he was still in bed. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I guess I remember what I read. read. Uh, and at this point, I'm leaving it open if it's if it's her, if it's heredity if it's heredity or just something weird happened that night. You see, I don't. I, I've not defined whether or not Jason Rowe is a superpowered villain or just as just a you know homegrown you know villain. On a typical Tuesday night. That's mm-hmm. a little too on the nose. Let's say Wednesday night at around 1045. Where do we find the ace in the city? You probably find him sitting at a uh, rundown street corner dressed up 
as a homeless person begging for scraps while he's watching uh, for uh, drug activity in the neighborhood. You now he's got the whole grizzly uh, fake beard and uh, all, all that stuff going on. And Interesting. Underneath, underneath that, he'll have his ace outfit, of course. So when you say drug activity, like just gangs or – It's the you... scourge of the city, of course. Right, of course. Interesting. I think there's a squad car, right, that just pulls up. Who's a police official or like a or like a patrolman uh, that you've interacted with previously as the ace and not, uh, you know, in disguise? Selma Daniels. Her folks were really big on the whole civil rights thing, so they they named her after a city. After the city? Yeah, yeah. Selma. It, it was a hub for civil rights activity back in the Ow. Okay, stuff that I don't know, being a filthy foreigner. Sorry. <laughs> so, of course, um, the implication is uh, she's a ravishingly beautiful black woman uh, working uh, for the fuzz. So um, <laughs> That's the way they're always drawn, right? <laughs> of course. Now, she's not a detective or anything. She's like she's in a squad car, patrol uniform and all that. She has like her partner, obviously, there. Let's call them Watts or not, because it's very close to your name. <laughs> That's Wells. okay. Let's call them Wells. So they stop very close by and they sticks her flashlight out, looks through the, the corner of the street where you're sitting. And, you know, you can hear uh, Wells like, oh, God, not another one. Is the light shining on me? Yeah, it's like it passes you. Yeah, when it does pass me, I'll put my hands over my face and go, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> And Wells is like, oh, well, it's your go. It's your turn. So my, you know, she swears and then she steps out. While he's having a look around uh, the street, she uh, approaches you and she goes, uh, hey, you there. So you can't be here right now. Hey, uh, bother no one. Yeah, I know, sir. That's that's not the point. Um, let me help you. Let, let, let's get you to a shelter or something. And she's like, she's reaching down, you know, with a, an open hand. Hmm. Get you a bed, a hot meal. Batter hand away. I'm, I, I haven't moved uh, from where I'm sitting. It says, like, don't you have anything better to do? What about? And then I'll point out, like, two or three kids who – those watchdogs over there, the ones on constantly on the cell phone that are pretending, they're marking your location right now. Uh, she looks over and then she, you know, sighs and looks down to you. Yeah, we, we know, sir. We just can't – we just don't have the manpower right now. Now, come on. You don't want to sleep out here. I'll get up, but I won't take her hand, and, I, and I'll say, "You go bother those kids. I'll I'll go home, and I'll, I'll just start walking off in the opposite direction, kind of a, a drunken shamble." All right. Do you, Do you want to like linger uh, without being noticed, or what? I would love to do is if she actually goes and just does the civic thing with the kids and acts as a huge distraction. That'll be my cue to uh, change uh, into the ace and go around the distraction and uh, see if I can interrupt some uh, actual real drug activity. Sure. Um, you can see her like looking over to them and you can see her shoulders slump a bit, but then she goes over to the squad car instead. Freaking complacent cops. <laughs> Maybe their mere presence will help. One can only hope. So yeah, we, we cut that scene there. And at like ten fifty, where whereabouts would we find uh the astral biker? He's pretty much ending his his 
evening patrol, so he's probably heading for the, for one of his bars. He doesn't go to the Cape Bar. That place is just weird. He's going to a biker bar. Bar is a bit on the on the outskirts of town. Like a regular place he goes to? Or oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you mean like the chill kind of biker bar or like the biker bar with the tattoos and the boot knives and the guns in the back and all that? This being the night, the faux 90s, probably the latter. As long as you don't cause no problems, they don't bother you. There's this, uh, obviously there's the barman, and give me a name. Charlie. Charlie. He's, he's got he, these he, big, like, handlebar mustaches. Bandana. Not a bandana, but but he's, he has the vest, right? And uh, and mm-hmm. the hulking physique that is mostly beer. So he he does the up-nod when you, when you step in. Do you have a regular drink that you... That you oh, yeah. Budweiser. He puts that on the bar. <laughs> and then he takes yeah. out his, uh, he takes out the... The big chunky plastic remote, and he's like flips the channel uh, on the TV, and it's just the the, the conclusion of some some like ninety style detective show, and then there's some advert advertisements. But this is the channel where where you get the eleven o'clock news, right? So he sort of just like this big fat uh, walrus just sort of looks over to you, kind of from from the corner of his eye. It's like calm night. Yeah, I had to bust a couple of heads. Some idiots trying to trying to steal a car. Uh, he, no, he just goes, yeah. he just, yeah, goes off on something. Yeah, kids these days, man, no skill. He kind of strikes up a, a, a very casual and calm conversation about bikes with you. Like, how is it running and, and what do you, when was the last, I don't know, when was the last uh, maintenance and, and uh, stuff? I work in a motorcycle shop. I mean, last yeah. maintenance, I think it was like this morning. Yeah, it's a, like an after work, like uh, kind of cool chit chat. And there are some guys who are leaving or like doing the, the some guy does the finger pistols at you kind of in a jokey fashion, kind of like, hey, astral biker. I shoot back with my finger, you know. <laughs> at Maybe. about 1055, whereabouts in the city would we find our John Smith alien Cold War secret agent? And what's he doing? I'll say he's just uh, leaving work. When, when you say work, <laughs> do you mean his human cover? His cover work, okay. What does he do for work, pray tell? I think he is an accountant uh, working in the government. That helps him keep an eye on what's going on, because if money's being spent somewhere... Ah, all right. Would you say maybe he works at City Hall? Sure. And obviously, he's not the only accountant who works there. They probably have a whole team uh, handling different accounts and different uh, you know, departments. They usually don't actually work this late. But he does just because that's how he can poke around. Sure. You obviously have an annoying coworker who like is totally hopelessly useless uh, except for accounting, and like he thinks you're cool. So he's been like waiting outside by like a newspaper stand or something. They're reading some comic book or something, and he's like, uh, you know, oh hey Smith, uh, let's call him Jerry. Jerry the accountant. He's got like some some sort of a red mop, the thick glasses. Um, the kind of well-cut but kind of rumpled suit and and his little attaché case. Smith, Smith, hey, we we gotta get a drink. We we gotta we gotta you know shoot the and he's obviously like trying to come up with some excuse to spend time with you off work. He probably has in his uh, re- researching humans. They do do this. Yes, let us go to the local drinking establishment. <laughs> 
I think he laughs. He's like, "That's what I like about you, man. You you just you just call it like it is. Uh, let's go to the grill house or whatever, right? And um, you know, you start walking down the street, and it's fairly close by. Uh, and he starts talking about some account uh, that he was doing earlier in preparation for this um, this uh, kind of negotiation that's going on. Uh, between some key industries and the city, something about like they're they're looking into legal the legal matter of adjusting some like zoning laws or whatever. He just goes on like, oh man, this uh, councilman Burke has been on my ass all all day, uh, all week, all month, hell, all month. You're sleeping with a councilman? <sighs> no, man, no, no, no. The accounts work, right? Ah, uh. he's he's had me digging up old deeds and stuff and and man it's been one thing after the other i've 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 you know i'm not getting any poon like this right and he's just he looks like he he never gets any i, I mean i got a reputation to to keep you know and i, I can't i mean ugh. I'm, I'm just he's just driving me crazy i mean i mean he's a slave driver but i think you know uh may, maybe after tonight they'll be done i can i can finally get back to scoring um and he does a little like uh you know that that kind of just maneuver with the fist, and that's when you're right. You're you're at the grill house or whatever, not or whatever. You're at the grill house, and you step inside, and it's this uh, kind of it's in this kind of city hall center of town, I guess. So it's a it's not the worst place. It's not like this. It's not like the biker bar. It's it's obviously like a, a contrast from the biker bar. Uh, I'm thinking maybe like like the founding fathers from from Bones, the TV show. Like it's kind of a nicer place. So he sits down there at the bar and like puts the suitcase on the on the bar top and um, says something stupid like uh, you know he he tries to be like cool in front of the, like uh, female bartender and she's in that like this very proper prim and proper like uh, white shirt vest <laughs> he's ordering like it's it's a dive bar right like and I think he calls her honey or something like that and she just sort of sneers but doesn't say anything and again like uh, uh, the TV is on the same like 11 o'clock news channel he's about to like suggest some something like from your perspective he's about to engage in like post work small talk involving mating and judging or gauging the relative hierarchy dominance hierarchy right between human beings mm -hmm. that's when the like 11 o'clock news comes on they have this uh, uh reporting they start with having like some uh these are the headlines tonight and uh, so on and uh, they get to the point where like where they're they're talking about the um negotiations between i think they just say key industries they don't name any names in the city that everyone's aware of but it's it's not like uh, in your face but it's something that's been going on in the background and uh, they go like and now on scene at city hall you know our reporter um gina stall gina um and it's this like gray-haired respectable looking guy in in the studio and he's sort of uh, you get the split screen with um uh, this gina stall who's this uh, brunette late 20s maybe well put together with the microphone, this sort of big foamy microphone with the <laughs> the news uh, news logo. So how goes the negotiations? Have they reached uh, a conclusion yet? And Gina's like, oh, uh, no, Stanley, they they're, um, appear to still be in negotiations. Uh, oh, wait, actually. And she turns around and she like uh, points to uh, the the entrance and, and there's a bunch of like 
uh, you can see Senator Burke, uh, not Senator Burke, Councilman Burke coming out. And there there are some uh, functionaries and some representatives for, for the industries, local industries. She goes, oh, uh, um, let's take the opportunity to see, um, to, to poll the councilman see if we can get a comment and she you know st- goes up the steps for this uh, this like uh, city council building uh this like imposing stone stairway the classic stuff and she comes up to burke and and burke is this middle-aged dude glasses very straight laced he looks sort of like oh not these again not these people again but okay straightens himself up and uh you know before she gets to say anything he says good evening miss stall and, and she just launches into it. So, Councilman Burke, what can you tell me about the negotiations? What what are the what are the results? Uh, and by the by, this comes on in the biker bar, of course, as well. Drinking from the bottle, looking at, going, bunch of crooks. <laughs> he goes, well, you know, Miss Stahl, I'm not at liberty to discuss things before all the documents are signed, but uh, I think we've made some progress. And uh, you know, she presses him a bit and then he like straightens his tie and uh he's about to say like well that's it for the evening i I don't have anything to say right but then this person materializes behind him like and it's like this person steps into being they step forward and uh, sort of fades in to existence it's very weird and this person is is wearing like this black hoodie with a sort of half skull mask under the hood uh, the bottom half of the face is, is uh, it's obviously like a young black man. I don't know where he just grabs uh, Councilman Burke uh, and he has this big knife in one hand, um, in the other hand. Gina's like exclaims something like in shock. The guy with the knife is like, I think you've hugged enough of the spotlight, Councilman Burke. It's our time to speak now. The downtrodden and he like points to uh, like the camera that's getting a bit shaky. It's like, hey, you. Look at me. And he starts uh, going into this, like, uh, you, th- you think you can play with the lives of the small people, the little people, the downtrodden? Well, you know what? We're going to step on you tonight. And, uh, like, he raises the knife, and Miss Stahl gives, like, a <gasps> uh, kind of exclamation. What do you guys do? I throw, I throw two bucks in the bar, put my helmet on, and run out to my bike. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving a half-finished bottle of Bud. Theme-wise, it has to be <laughs> spinning and teetering. <laughs> and for the ace, he's going to wait for his mom to call. <laughs> well, let's have that scene though. Let's let's have your your phone like it starts, you know, vibrating. I guess you don't have it on like the usual. That or you have a <laughs> pager. Ah, this is nineties. Hold on, this is the '90s. You have some sort of uh, flip phone, or or like the 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 brick with the the antenna, right? Or a pager. It would be a flip phone because uh, I am a superhero with the gadgets. You all you hear, you hear your mother's voice, and she's like, "Baby, you well, have to get over to City Hall I now." I thought I had that on vibrate. All right. So, what do you say? What's wrong with City Hall? It's it's some maniac, some some I don't know teleporting maniac with a knife. He's attacking Councilman Burke. You have to do something. Your father is already busy, and I'm I'm tied up here with the function, which translates into bridge night. <laughs> On it, hugs and kisses. Bye bye. Click. Not even waiting for a reply. <laughs> this is one thing I have not considered deeply: is transportation, ace mobile or ace bike, or top of a city bus. That works. So, uh, uh, what, what's uh, what's our psyche doing? Uh, as this whole thing is unfolding, like you're the closest 
I think he goes, this was a pleasurable uh, consumption of alcohol. We should repeat it in the future and heads out. Uh, yeah, Jerry doesn't even realize that you've left. He's just staring at the TV going, oh, no. Oh, no, not Gina. So you're out. What's the next few panels like? Are, are you changing into something or are you just your usual you? He's seen the superhero uh, tropes, so he takes off the glasses and, like, puts on a domino mask. <laughs> but otherwise dresses a everyday accountant. <laughs> and then using his telekinesis to rise up and fly towards the trouble. Cool. So I think you arrive first, right? I don't know. You swoop in and you see a little film team. You see you see some guards uh, working late, like some essentially rent-a-cops up on the higher steps of the of city hall. Uh, like it, they're kind of standing there, pointing their guns down at uh, the guy with the knife and the councilman. And the councilman's sort of wrestling with the guy and trying not to get stabbed. Uh, he's obviously been like slashed a couple of times on the arm. Uh, Miss Stahl is sort of crawling away with a microphone wrapped around, microphone cord wrapped around one leg. The cameraman is sort of shakily trying to keep the whole event in 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 view. And you see a few other like little clumps of people starting to to step into being. Like maybe groups of uh, three or four of them here, there, like they, uh, around the uh, the steps behind the security guards next to um this this guy with the skull mask uh, and and you know down by uh, the the parking space right with the cars where the bus is gonna arrive soon <laughs> and they're they're dressed kind of weirdly they they sort of step into being and it's like they're wearing these super creepy halloween outfits right like the two color creepy clown outfit right the black and white creepy clown with the runny makeup or or harlequin or uh like somebody's dressed like dracula but it has like a, a latex dracula mask on and they all have like pipes and knives and like crowbars and stuff uh, what do you do you have you have a pretty good view of the situation and they haven't noticed you per se yet so far, it's the councilman who's currently being directly threatened at the moment. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, he would be the worst loss, I guess, if you want to be, like, <laughs> technical. The, the group that's sort of materializing behind the security guards, uh, they're definitely a threat to the security guards who don't know they're there. Maybe his first move is try to telekinetically pull the knife away from threatening the councilman and see if we can rip it out of the hand of the, the skull-faced guy. Awesome. I guess that's an overcome. Could be, yeah. I think since he's not aware of you, uh, we're going to just make it a uh, an overcome. Just give me a two and you can, like, rip the knife right away. Probably forceful, so it's only one. Right, you start with the usual three fake points, right? Yeah, I'm a psychic alien. You certainly are. <laughs> so we'll throw that fate point in there to get me up to three. So when I'm seeing it, he's holding the knife all of a sudden just hand jerks upward and the, the knife flies out of it. Yeah. And goes flying end over end, glittering in the night, clatters away somewhere we don't see. And he's obviously, oh, right. What, uh, maybe I already violated this, but what? what's the... What's the age group for this comic, right? What's the what's what's the target audience? Are we relatively mm. clean language, uh, or is it full on like 
swearing or so are we dc marvel or are we dark horse eclipse we're independent <laughs> because true crime stories can't be true crime stories of everyone's t- going around and not cursing up a storm <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and in the 90s actually there were more adults than kids reading comic books i see cool his arm jerks off and he's like the fuck and then he looks up and, you know, sees you hovering there, you know, being all, you got your, like, glory shot. Third alien music. <laughs> his, his tie flapping in the breeze. Yes. He does the, the overly, um, uh, the overacted, like, act with your whole body when he points to you and goes, like, get him! And, uh, you know, one of the clumps that materialized down by the bus stop, essentially, they start, like, hurling shit at you, like, bottles and, and rocks and stuff. It's almost amusing, right? From perspective. <laughs> but let's have our uh, let's have our biker show up. Uh, do I see the kids at, the, at the, the 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 guys at the bus stop? Sure. I mean, you you come swooping in and you you get to the you know lay of, of what's going on pretty quickly, like with a, yep. with a glance. I'm gonna make use of that stone of mine. I hit hit the gas and do a wheelie. My plan is to come up behind them, hit hit the rear brakes, flop down, hit the front brakes, then go and twisting in my body so the rear wheel can swing around and hit those kids, clearing them out of the way. Because we're beating up on kids. <laughs> <laughs> or folks or whatever. I'm not sure if they're kids or not. I just see folks in, you know, costume. Yeah. It wouldn't it wouldn't be as a stretch to imagine that they're also young. So that would be that's using my stunt and that's flashy. Like so that and I get plus two, so I get a total of plus four on that on this roll. Four. There's clearly like a panel where we see like uh, from almost like frog pers- frog perspective of your like big bike in the broom, uh, like letters. Your bus is here, <laughs> or here come the bus. Oh, cool! So you succeed with style, and that's an attack. So that means I- uh, with style, I do I do damage, and I get the option to reduce. Oh, if I if I want to get a boost, but no, I just want to clear the kids out. It's three shifts, right? Three three thrusts, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's like a motorcycle version of like Grand Slam. They <laughs> go flying like bowling pins. You know, I'm I'm bouncing on the front wheel. The rear wheel is I still got the gas going, so the rear wheel is hitting him and knocking him all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> you're leaving. You're leaving like uh, 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 tire tracks on the on their like. Uh, I guess technically we should like think of some sort of initiative or like order. Well, if you want to do it, I'd say either go in quick order, right? Which, which puts Jason in the front. Uh, what happens when you have equal uh, with somebody? Uh, you know, like roll it off, or or just just pick it seems whichever, whatever works best for the scene. For example, yeah. if you're coming by bus, you're probably slower than the other guy. <laughs> right. I'm thinking let's let's put it into like a round system now and have you show up as your on on your quick whatever on your or time order turn order. Actually, let's do a roll off. I just want to see like which group is doing what. Am I the fastest one of the, of the bunch, or I think you're the fastest of the player characters, right? Uh, so this is between you and the the villains, I guess, the downtrodden. <laughs> ah, minus one. All right, so they go first, then you, right. and then everybody else. So, uh, you know, dismayed by your, uh, you know, sudden display, you know, of, of moto foo or MC foo, whatever. Bike foo. Um, the nearest group, and there are two more. 
uh, starts rushing over and hurling things at you as they go, but they're not fast enough to not connect with you yet. They're they're a zone mm-hmm. away or whatever. So um, they start hurling stuff at you, bottles and bricks and stuff. Not bricks. Like my first, like my first race. Uh, what, what am I doing? D- doing donuts, dodging. But I'm being quick about it, so so I'll be a plus two. Sounds right. Ah! Oh, ouch! You know, I'm gonna tap my catch me if you can and re-roll. Wow. <laughs> All right. Dodge I, right to that brick. It's always the one you don't see coming. Yeah. When they succeed with style, does that ma- matter or is it just like, eh? They're doing it. They're doing an attack. Right. So if they succeed with style, they get a boost. They, they get a boost either, on you. Okay. They get reduce <laughs> it by one and get a boost or they just do normal damage. I think if you get succeed with style, you get a boost as well, right? I'm not looking at it right now. You hit and do damage, plus you have the option to reduce the damage your hit causes by one and gain a boost. I, I think can it's totally only... see, the, see them knocking you off your uh, ah, you're right. Yes, unhorsed. That work. <laughs> That's cool. Okay, so two stress and uh, you know unseated or whatever. While, while you're doing that thing, the group that's up behind the security guards are just wailing the crap out of the security guards. They're they're being beaten to a pulp and it's it's graphic like it's ugly there's this whole like three panel like crap devoted to it and like somebody gets a hold of somebody's gun and the guy with the mask uh he starts backing up toward toward the others right with uh burke burke in his arms snapping his fingers for something to like stab burke with uh but that's the only thing they do and then it's jason i'm gonna bypass the guys in front of me try to barrel through them and head for the uh the ringleader so um, i guess it's an overcome to get through them oh sounds right sounds okay yep guess i'm being forceful yeah yeah. Uh, it's a two shouldn't be too hard actually (laughs) actually you're not on your bike right so um, no i'm running yeah uh let's say three (laughs) how about four cool i guess they Make use of that. You know, maybe it should be a conflict, right? Um, yeah, so roll. But they get a plus two. Oh, ah! wow, wow. So um, maybe you, like, ball yeah. over the first guy. And then I get and then wonked. the weight of them just stop you dead. That's my two stress. I don't want to hit. Okay, I'm going to, hit, I'm going to take a mild consequence of ring my bells. <laughs> <laughs> Got hit in the head with a crowbar. <laughs> oh, wow. You have your helmet on, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your stick outfit. So there's, this, uh, there's this gratuitous shot of, like, the crowbar smashing into your helmet and your, your head whipping to the side. Like, <laughs> psychic alien, okay. do your accounting thing. When I pulled the knife away from the guy threatening the councilman, then what, uh, where is he? Is everybody curb stopping the, the biker? <laughs> there's one group on the biker, uh, and there's one group up on top of the steps. Uh, they've just like beaten down the security guards up there. Uh, between these people are the guy in the mask, the, the skull mask, and, you know, pulling Burke with him up to the guys who are, you know, wailing on the security guards. And, of course, there's uh, the cameraman and the, the mini mini news team that's sort of trying to get away from the whole mess. And they probably got a TV van sitting out in the street. Yeah. I think the cameraman's the real professional here. Uh, he, you know, he, he's got nerves of steel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a pulitzer for this. Like, he's, his camera's, like, going right, left, like, up, down, like, on the news, there's probably, like, some frantic zoom up in the air to catch the psychic <laughs> accountant or something. <laughs> there's probably there's probably a shot. There's pro- I'm sorry for interrupting you, but there's probably a shot from the bar 
with Jerry, like, going, holy crap, right, following the news. I'm going to telekinetically pull the councilman away out of danger. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's a three overcome. He's not aerodynamic. No. <laughs> well, throw another fate there, you know, psychic and alien. Cool, so you do it. He's, he's pulling the him up the stairs when suddenly... He's uh, yanked out of the grasp of the... So, okay, you got to tell me what happens to Burke, because he's, he's possibly facing a, a face-down tumble down the stairs, right? He's just getting pulled up and away into the air. Right. Ooh. Which direction? <laughs> Over, away from the mass of these, uh, these hooligans. Oh, okay, all right. Over towards, like, where, I don't know, the TV van is or something somewhere... All right, so I think he like goes flying, right? And he bounces off the top of a TV bed. Yeah, he's probably flailing a bit, and I'm not trying to slam him into the concrete. I'm landing him gently. I know, I know, I know. Uh, but you also didn't succeed with style, so I'm thinking like you're moving him out of the way, but then the rest is kind of iffy, right? <laughs> you're not going to hurt him. You're not going to damage him, but right, it's not a graceful... Put down. Well, in that case, it, it, he must make a soft landing on the journalist. <laughs> Poor Gina. Having, you know, ha- having them land in a compromising heap is always good film. All right, cool. <laughs> oh, I mean, he does a pillow landing then, right? Camera probably follows the, the flight, right? And then focuses in on that. And in the bar, like, Jerry's like, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> so now then, I guess, we have the uh, the public transportation <laughs> appearing. I imagine this from the bus driver's perspective. Okay. You turn, come down the street, you see all chaos going on at the bus stop. First thing you do is slam on the brakes. And uh, the ace uses that momentum to vault from the top of the bus straight into the fray. Awesome. Okay, cool. Which fray? There's two frays. Yeah, you're not going to fly all the way up the steps to... Uh... <laughs> sure I am, because basically I, I'm going to fly, tumble, vault, and come up fist first into the, uh, the guy closest to me. Well, that's that going like bad... to be the group, unless you have some gadget or cool thing that can like catapult you further. I do, but uh, hey, I, I don't, <laughs> I'm just not taking time to be clever. I just want to punch what looks to be an obvious mu- mook. The guy in white definitely looks like he's being ganged up on, so we'll just punch the lights out of, of a thug. Uh, make your attack. And this is going to be forceful because, hey, that's kind of like what happens when you do this. Hopefully they're distracted enough that uh, they don't re- recognize or say, hey, look, there's a ninja. Yeah, they have no boost on you. Oh, Ooh. cool. Um, too stress. You know, I think that knocks them out so what does that look like like there, there are like four of them all ganging up on this uh, uh biker and you leap into the mid their midst and go wah or whatever right it, well it, it is you know one of those deals where you show like wait a minute he doesn't have that many arms <laughs> and, and it just shows a, a flurry of fists and feet and martial arts prowess as i'm kicking people in the head punching them in the kidney just and then I land like I meant to do that. <laughs> Biker looks up, his visor a little bit shattered one side, so you see one eyeball of it. Dude, you got to teach me that. <laughs> about 10 years? I guess that's about the banter you have time for. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 
the the skull mask guy he rips rips one of the pistols out of the the grip of his his compatriots the last you know four of them uh he points it up at the the psychic alien and he's, he screams something like uh you know you've interfered for the last time motherfucker and like uh, he just lets loose Badoom. oh that's terrible that's absolutely awful he's the worst shot ever uh however he is a violent malcontent so i think i'm gonna spend one of his few fate points and we'll see what he rolls all right there we go Ooh, i'll take uh, a minor consequence in my three stress box uh, I think maybe maybe I'll reduce that by one and take and put a boost on you or something. Grounded or something. Right, you're forced down. Hard to concentrate when you have a bullet in you. What was the consequence you took? We'll call it raised. Cool. The other group, I think they're just going to start hurling crap at you guys downstairs. Because someone just pulled a gun out and shot it. He's my focus. Yeah, I'm using my varsity move and getting around, getting around their blockers and I'm just going to tackle him. I think you're and, first after they have acted, so yeah. uh, you would be the one who's in the lead. So they're they're you know hurling crap at you. This is going to require a quick move and get up there and and hit, get skull face. Oh crap! Ah. All right. Ah no! You I definitely rolled. avoid all of their whatever it is they're throwing <laughs> <laughs> stones, knives. They only carry so much shit. I, 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 this is more or less an overcome to knock them down. No, no, no. This is you evading. The, oh. the other group hurling crap at you, right? Gotcha. So I'm in, so I'm up to, heading up the stairs now, but that's the that's next turn. Well, you evaded their attack. Now it's your turn. Uh, still gonna be a quick. I'm just heading up the stairs. I'm just gonna hit him as hard as I can and ring his bells. Oh crap! Ooh. What does he roll before I spend Let's see. eight? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Camera's still running. You know what? I'm tapping. I'm on the 11 o'clock news. Yeah, you can't look that. bad. <laughs> so I'm spinning that fate point and re-rolling. No, it's bad. That's better. Yeah, he's still defense, but he doesn't get style. He deftly rolls to the side. He does a little, like, almost a, like a ninja roll out of your way. Comes up in a, in a sort of fighting crouch. With a pistol in his hand. What does the Sack Sentinel do? Try to create an advantage for the biker here. I'm telekinetically taking the mic and the cord and going to wrap it around the, the skull-faced guy's legs. I'm wondering if I should make this a conflict or what. Go either yeah, way with that. I think he's actively defending. Can I sell careful for this one? Uh, Yeah, totally. Like, uh, he's distracted for stuff. Oh, very cool. Oh. <laughs> Tied. Uh, I'll get a boost on him then. You make him dance, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll be uh, momentarily entangled. Ace, what do you do? The last group of thugs are going to be a problem because they will totally pummel on uh, the astral biker if, if I don't get to him first. Mm-hmm. So I will run up the stairs, reach into to my pouches, pull out two telescoping batons, and just do a whirlwind of flax and kneecap, lay into and handicap, and try to take out this last group. <laughs> So I'm a ninja. It's what I do. I'm just, I'm just picturing like Jerry in the bar going, "Oh yeah, go black daredevil." <laughs> <laughs> That'll work too. Ooh. You know what? I'm I'm just going to spend a fate point since I have gadgets that I pulled out, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll we'll use our ninja gadgets and re-roll that. Can you spend two fate points in the same round? As long as you tag different uh, aspects. In that case, let let's tag. Uh, master of the improvised uh, tool or weapon, and I will not only be 
using those two telescoping batons. I will also, as I'm running, just picking up pipes and bricks and everything else and just throwing it at them almost like you would ninja stars, more as a distraction than the actual. Oh, there's got to be a scene where somebody throws a bottle at you and you, you catch it and, and spin around and hurl it back at them. Totally. I can yeah. I'm down with that. Oh, oh you do that, that scene from uh, Big Trouble in Little China where he catches the knife and throws it right back at him. Burn two fake points. <laughs> at, at, at least, <laughs> you know, even when I'm rolling terribly, I'm basically creating a ruckus. You get a so, boost, right? Yeah. Yep. So uh, mm. basically uh, pummeled and bewildered because I'm attacking all of them because, hey, that's the what the ace does. Gang warfare. I am the gang. Uh, skull guy. He does some sort of like little silly kung fu-y uh, like leg motion and, you know, the, the microphone and the cord goes flying. And then he launches into a like kick attack against the, the astral biker shouting something like, you're going down, tool. I'll defend. But I'm going to use that boost. That's a what, plus two. Yeah. Okay, and uh, he's kicking at me. Go try to grab his foot. So that'll be a, that'll be another quick move. Are you trying to like entangle him or or do stress or try and grab his foot? So then I can then use him as a as a bludgeon on the other guys. Yeah. Oh, nice. With style. With style. I want to get that boost against him. So I'm just going. No, I, I'm just I'm defending. So that means I get with I get the boost. Kicks at me. I lean back, grab in my leg, and say, "Sorry, sucker." Uh, what's the rest of them doing? Because Rest of the thugs, they have they have a whirlwind amongst them. I think maybe this group is a little brainier. So we got to establish that you know they're mooks, but then when it gets a little tougher, when you're almost through, they get a little tougher, or they mm-hmm. run. So I think they get a little tougher or smarter. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to try to put a what do you call it an advantage on um, on the ace. They're going to try to outflank you, so you're completely surrounded, which of course you are trained for. Maybe it may give them enough of an edge to be dangerous. <laughs> See if they can do this. Oh, that's terrible. I'm going to defend with Clever because when they go to pound on me, all, all they're really up pounding on is one of the black cloaks that I must have grabbed from one of the other downed mooks as they right, pass so maybe by. Maybe one or two of them like tr- s- take a swing at you to distract you, but it's only a distraction so that the other guys can get around you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not, it's not the kind of hectic, frantic, crazy exchange of blows and kicks. So you, you totally have the time to be like careful and clever or if you want to be that. Well, what I'm going to do is basically do the old ninja switcheroo. They, they think they're pounding on me and they either are pounding on one of their own or they're pounding on a mm. uh, cloak and there's you know, a, a, a black hood and there's nothing in it. If I tie on defense against them trying to create an advantage, do they simply fail? They get a boost on time. They get a boost. That's what they yeah, we'll take that. We do the old ninja switcheroo. switcheroo. They, they sit there and they pound on the empty hood and they're going... And, and, and they just go and turn 180 degrees, and, and, and they go, uh, he's out here somewhere. So yeah. they go on full alert, back yep. to back, right. if, so if, the, if I can create the boost for them. Why not? So you both ready got, for you. But they, they, things may change, because yeah. I got Skull Guy by the foot. I see a bunch of mooks standing around, and I look at them and go, let's dance. And I plant a foot and I give him a good old swing like I'm swinging a baseball bat at, and trying to hit hit a home run. So I got my forceful and I'm taking my boost. That gives me a plus five. I'm going to get four out of it. Oh, well. See how what he rolls. 
Oh, that's pretty terrible. Yeah. I can't accept that. Does he have an aspect you can tap and just get make it make it a three? Yeah, I don't want to be boring and do the same thing again. But it's the only real aspect that works. So uh, because he is a violent malcontent, he's used to all kinds of roughhousing. I'm just going to spend one so you don't succeed with style. But you're going to throw him all the way. Unless I spend my last fate point. Well, the only one I can legitimately tap is I'm on the 11 o'clock news. And this is a new round, so I can tap it again. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll burn that one. And uh, if you boost it with two, it means that you still succeed with uh with style. S- use him as a pummel on the on the on at least some of the guys around Ace. So I'm not sure how the how the stress goes out. Does it go evenly amongst them, or does they all take th- two three stress? Is it three stress? Yeah, three stress. There are a number of ways to handle that. If you're attacking multiple, you divide your attack between them, or if you're you wanted to treat it like. Uh, Satsi and these are mooks that are attached to a leader, then they get taken out first. Then anything left over goes on him? Yeah. yeah that would work. How's that sound? Yeah, I think that's that's the easiest. And uh, they're already so... pummeled and bewildered. Yeah. So I think you take them out. Do I do any stress to him? Yeah, I think you do one. And of course I let him go at the end of the swing, so uh... right, so he goes barreling into them and so the psychic sentinel can try to create uh, another advantage here. I'll put the thought of it's over. I should just surrender. Totally. Into the leader's head. What do you want to give me for that? Which uh, approach? Well, okay. I mean, Flash is usually social, but it sounds more clever to me. Sure, I'll, I'll take clever. It's not It's not like you're not making a display, per se. Yeah, not assaulting his mind. I'm trying to put this in there so he thinks it's his own thoughts. And this would be a conflict. Yeah, it would be an opposed thing, I would think, yeah. He's got goodwill. <laughs> what a malcontent. Or something. <laughs> I think that means that he gets to, or you can create a similar aspect that could be used against me since I failed. Ah. Don't create or discover. But your opponent, not you, gets a free notification. So that means you can come up with something that's kind of similar, but uh, used for your guy. What time in the past does this, this like, it's over, give up, connect to in the psychic sentinel's brain? Like, what, what time in the past was he forced to, like, give up and surrender, presumably to the other side? He uh, was infiltrating their outpost on Santraginus 5. <laughs> Things went badly, and uh, he was in the middle of their... Uh, they're complex, and the alarms went off, and they all closed in on him. Awesome. Cool. I think something, like, in his brain, there is, there's, like, some sort of psychic mirror or something in his mind that just throws it right back at you. And that's where you suddenly are in the moment for, for a split second. You're back there. You're, you're like, you're giving up. Uh, you're surrounded. It's, it's hopeless. I guess the boost, or I guess it's an aspect. Yeah, it's an aspect. I think reliving uh, past failure or something. Let's call it that. And that is that's one free invoke, right? Yeah. So that's. Sh- I think that's that. Maybe also like shocks you a bit because this this person doesn't seem like the person to be like conditioned. Mm-hmm. All right. So the guys are are out. The the last of the gang. You know they're in a heap moaning. Uh, and it's just it's just Skull Guy attempting to climb to his knees from from the fall the toss. Does he still have his pistol? No, no, I don't think so. If he still got some fight in him, I guess we're going to have to take it to him. So we'll just get up close, 
do a couple of blows and see if we can take him out. Not the most clever, graceful thing, but hey, sometimes you just have to beat them down. <laughs> oh, cool. Easy three. He can do yeah. that. Well, we'll see. Ah, uh, not so much. So, can I tag Tiger by the tail or any of, of those others? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I guess Tiger by the tail is, did you use that, John, for, for the swing? Yeah, I did. So that, one, uh, that one's tapped. I'm ready for you. It's not, no longer relevant. Uh, nor is pummeled and bewildered. But I can spend a fate point to push. Yes, you right. can. Yes, you can. So let, let's do that. Let's take that up to a uh, five, see if, if we can put some hurt on this guy. Yeah, why not? Okay. Describe how you, like, just pummel or take him out. He's climbing to his feet. He's about ready to, like, go toe-to-toe with you, and, and you just that kick to take the him apart. Cage, that kick to the rib cage just totally takes the wind out of him and then followed by the upper, uppercut and the knee strike you know he, he's wobbling if he's not completely down <laughs> all right so i think he does, he wobbles and he sinks to his knees and and like there's a bit of blood in his mouth and he spits and he kind of sort of slumps with his hands palms up on his uh, you know in, in his lap right when he's sitting there on his knees kind of like the japanese seisa position right without it being intentional and well, he, he has some moves. I, yeah. He may have had some training. <laughs> he's lolling a bit with his head, but it's clear it's over, right? He's not going to put up any more fights. Well, it, the fun thing is, since I got introduced to this fight via phone call, mm-hmm. I don't know that he can teleport. Nope. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll just, on guard, reach into to, uh, one of my handy pouches and pull out some handcuffs yeah i think he mumbles something when you when you cuff him but uh, it's like it's a bit incoherent like he's you clearly rang his bell and and the biker and interesting enough jason's staying there with a pair of handcuffs too going hmm puts him away Uh, handcuffs for everybody so does this happen a lot like you 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 guys running (laughs) into each other and like the same thing and dealing with it i don't know have we met before me and ace yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Probably not uh, the the the, ma- the magic accountant. What are you guys' general relationship? Is it a rivalry? Is it uh, like amicable? The, the ace will take advantage of any ally. He's very <laughs> practical in that regard, but he's also worried of, about the uh, flying accountant. Going, are you going to be okay? You took a good <clears throat> shot there. I got a first aid kit in my bike. I think we should uh, interrogate this individual. They teleported in here. That is not normal human transportation. This is where the astral biker stands in front of Skullface and say, uh, "No, you can't do that. He has he has rights." <laughs> and I am telepathically attempting to read his mind. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll turn around. So, uh, you're under citizen's arrest. And we'll stay here until the cops show up, or at least I'll stay here until the cops show up. I'll look over <laughs> at, at Ace. I'll finish handcuffing them and and say, meet me at Charlie's. Ninja vanish. <laughs> <laughs> Cloud of smoke, jump into the shadows, replace myself with the log, whatever. The panel that shows him vanishing, it, it has this guy in the foreground, and we see the the cut of his like profile, his uh, the lower part of his face, the mouth, the uh, chin, blood pouring down, and we see there's like, huh, he looks kind of like familiar, like he would be part of the Watson family, right? He has kind of that same mouth and chin, right? But this is something just the reader notices, right? Maybe like a little like hint that the read the no the the reader who's like really looking is like, huh, 
that's interesting. Signature Watson chin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you were going to psychically probe this this guy? Yes. I I don't think he's in a you know frame of mind to put up an active resistance. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you a uh, one. Like if you hit a one, like average, right. you get into his head. I think I'm doing this carefully to uh, extract the information without exploding his brain. <laughs> Pop! <laughs> you, are, you, you are such a nice soul. Awesome. What's the information you're looking for? What I'm probably most interested in is how they did the teleportation trick. You start trawling through some memories, and there's a lot. First of all, there's a lot of like, oh, what's the word? Like, you know, uh, after school places where where young people go that aren't school, but it's like organized maybe by the community. Youth center. Yeah, like a youth center. Oh, uh, see... One of the many Watson youth centers for troubled youths. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, you see a lot of you know spray tags and uh, other kids. Just like this guy, uh, you know, hoodies and not maybe in the best economic shape. Interspersed with kind of the the sense of being like very low down on the on the social scale and and I don't want to say oppressed because that's bullshit. But uh, like we're talking about the lowest possible income uh, welfare deal, right? With lots of gang activity and and crap. That's one part of the mosaic that you get the other part is much more clinical and it's it's like almost a sterile lab or slaughterhouse kind of dimly lit very like desaturated colors uh you see like the stereotypical like people in white uh, coats and with the face uh, surgical face masks and uh like Surgical glasses and clipboards, injection needles with with different weird colors. There's there's like a sequence where you kind of experience what he's he experienced, uh, sort of focusing on like his hand uh, with his mind, and then like the hand sort of slowly starts to vanish, and then there's a shift, and his his perception of the world becomes this kind of like uh, you know. In Lord of the Rings, when Frodo puts on the ring and everything gets to be this like wavy, blowy, non-space where where Sauron can see him, right? That whole like thing happens in these kind of wavy, non you know weird shapes. There's the lab, but there's also like flashes of other places that are clearly not like Earth. It it's something clicks. I think there's a boy a, a word. And it's a word that you recognize that you found on, what did you call it? S something five? <laughs> Centrogenous five. You uh, discovered a control word that the enemy or the other side is using uh, as a kind of induction word to bring people out of whatever uh, they're experiencing. And you hear that word. And then there's a well put together, like gray haired doctor person in front of this guy. And he nods like you're ready. And that's... Impre- the impression you get like clearly the other side has been meddling with this guy and probably the others too because the others also faded in and they're clearly like trawling the uh youth centers and the the downtrodden for like material probably some that failed and are gone missing mm-hmm. combining uh <laughs> laboratory with slaughterhouses not a pretty picture <laughs> they got big drains <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like he's just sitting there lolling and not quite like he's just trying to quicken and, and, and 
not faint. <laughs> While he's doing it, I'm busy looking. I'm seeing if I can do any first aid. Pull his mask off. Looks like a young black young. man, uh, yeah. like maybe in his early 20s. All right. he's, got, he's got some sort of like tiny. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. He has a heart uh, tattooed on his cheek, like the heart hmm. in, a, in a deck of cards. And there's a knife huh. behind it, obviously. Hmm. I go over to one of the other moogs and pull their mask off. They got a similar tattoo. No, no. But they're, oh, they're an assortment of like similarly cast like uh, young people. Some of them seem uh, like like they're just hitting like uh, uh, yeah. 18. So got a guy dressed like a clown. Joker. He's probably the ace. He's I'm wondering someone's doing cards. You think these guys are like some sort of card deck? <laughs> <laughs> they appear to be randomly disguised with uh, the standard disguises that are used during your masked uh, parties. Police cars are starting to like show up. The news team have repeated to their you know van. Burke is being seen to. I pull my ID out so they don't arrest me. <laughs> I think we see a. <laughs> Two of the patro patrolmen like uh, approach you guys up on mm -hmm. the stairs. It's Daniels oh. and Wells, uh, and they both have like their hands on their on their pistol holsters. And, I got my uh, I got my hands up. You know, I I know the drill. <laughs> Performed a citizen's arrest on these uh, kids. Yeah. So Wells is like, yeah, I know, freak. You don't think you were a bit excessive? And he like nods to the guy with the you know blood pouring down his face, formerly skull faced. I didn't do that. We're gonna need you to come down to the station and, and give your statements and it's that clear that wells is like he would like to put all of you in uh, behind yeah. bars yeah. for public safety or whatever maybe gina can chime in now that the danger is passed <laughs> yeah so you can see she's recovered a little but she's more interested in burke for the time being right uh mm -hmm. and burke is trying to like get her away from him she sort of gives up on that and you know there's clear there's a moment like burke looks up to you guys look at, looks up at you guys and it's clear that like he's grateful but he mm -hmm. doesn't want to make like a thing or a scene because there's probably a contingent of the city that like mm -hmm. i don't know about these supers oh if if gina happens look this way uh i'll just make that pose and lift the eyebrow like i'm ready for my interview what is your name again <laughs> astral ham <laughs> yeah i will not be in the frame <laughs> gina and the camera guy again like they they approach but uh wells is like get the fuck out of here um hey the, hey, hey, news hey, is over. hey there's news still to be had there wells hey this is a police matter now listen this is a police well, you know you what? Have no more. You, you, you have no you, say in this. I walk. Shut past. your trap. And he's like, he's obviously like waiting for for a chance to plug you. Helmet under underarm. Go. Okay, uh, you got them. So you better pit begin before they wake up and start trying to get away. And I walk right past them to Gina and smile. They're they're shooing her away. Oh no! Um, I'm, I, I, I go hey. away from her. Right. Oh uh, no no no! I'm going. If you to want to make this a conflict, we can do that. But but that's what they're like. They, you know, this is police issue. You. Police thing now, police matter, news is over. Yeah, and Wells is just being an asshole about it. Daniels is much more even. If it's like that, I'll just go put my helmet on. Look at the fact that the visor is broken. Rip it off. Uh, put it in the <laughs> trash can because I don't litter. I'll see you at, at the precinct and get on my bike and start mm -hmm. it up and head for the precinct. During all this chaos, he's slipping away into the shadows and uh, he will telepathically talk to the, uh, the counselor. Councilman, who would benefit from 
your removal at this time? Who is most opposed to this deal you are negotiating? I think we see him like receiving your message as he he's getting into the back of his car and, and his driver is starting to drive off. And he, he looks a bit like he pales a bit because this is a bit of an awkward like experience. <laughs> but he pours himself like a, a scotch and then... I know this is unusual for you, but I know you would uh, not want us communicating in front of the cameras. I think I think he like looks at the driver and then he sort of turns on some music and closes the <laughs> the screen because he he's not like a mental uh, communicator per se. So he he talks to you, right? Of course. Well, the likeliest suspect right now would be somebody who doesn't want the new zoning laws to go through. We are making use of some of the. Well, we need to repurpose some housing projects. Nice way of saying eminent domain. <laughs> <laughs> it would it would stall things if I were not around. This is opposed by... Well, I suppose the residents. Uh, we do have people protesting against uh, turning parts of the city's living areas into factories and such. This doesn't feel like a smart move. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I can be replaced. I mean, I will be replaced if something happens. The deal will go through, but it'll just take longer. Uh, and a smart person would know that. You sure this isn't just kids? When you see the method of their arrival from the uh, the videos, you will understand this was more than just kids involved here. There are other forces at work here. Then I hope for all our sakes you are looking into it. Thank you, Councilman, for your information. No, uh, thank you. I, yeah, thanks. And then he just downs the, <laughs> the shot. Like, <laughs> well, you, is he going to the hospital? Because you said he got cut on the arm. Yeah, he's he's sitting there with like his sleeves rolled up, and it's not too bad. It looked worse than it was. He's probably gonna have like his arm in a sling tomorrow, and like do get pity points. <laughs> Violent malcontents are trying to to destroy and disrupt this city's uh, uh, prosperity. <laughs> I'm willing yeah. to st go into the into the breach for you, <laughs> my constituents. Whatever. I kind of want to know where where the ace goes. Where does he go now that he's like he's poofed out? Uh, we've had the I'll, whole deal. I'll probably call up Hank, get one of our disposable sports cars in black, of course. Head on over to uh, Charlie's and wait for the others to show up. I know, not very exciting, but hey, at least I can watch the news. Yeah, so we decided that we all know each other. Well, we you operate in together. the same city, and you would have run into each other previously yeah. to this, right? So it's more yeah. like colleagues, I'm assuming, than buddy-buddy. Than yeah. And for the A's, have you revealed your secret identity, or would the fact that I picked it out of your mind be surprising to you? It is not revealed. If you pick it out of my mind, you can try. Uh, basically, I, I am known through the True Crime Comics series as the Ace. Matter of fact, depending on how gullible you are, you might know me as Rex Cardini, a lawyer for the downtrodden, because that's my alias in the comic book. And that's what you show up as when you go to Charlie's. Well, not this time, but uh, oh, I was actually oh, you, going to—I was going to be there as the ace, so I could uh, be recognized in full regalia. Okay, I'll probably be the last one to show up because because the detectives will probably have me go over my story at least four times. So it'll be about two o'clock in the morning before I show up. Well, I would probably be looking for the ace. I'll give the sentinel a piece. 
I think your help would be uh, needed in investigating this. My ability to interact with uh, many humans on a social level is uh, difficult. (laughs) Does he look human? Yeah. He looks like kind of the median uh, person of the city. The first thing he can do is not reference everyone else as humans. You are in that group, yes? Well, there is more in this city than humans. We are a crossroads. And aliens are influencing these uh, young in the inner city. That is why they were able to do this teleportation. Did you describe how it looked? We probably described about the youth centers and where they're recruiting. Teleporters? Why didn't uh, they use it again? Yeah, maybe there's a recharge time. That's a good question. Or uh, who? See, that, that, ooh, the legalities of this are fun because so if you drug them, they can't teleport. But if you drug them, that's against their rights. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a side note. Because I'm stupidly rich and money is my one of my uh, superpowers, I know a lot about real estate in the area that Burke is talking about. I, I know some of the players that are resistant on the move, that are seeking uh, remediation in court and don't want the property to be sold. The question is, is there some kind of underground element? Is it, is it a gang territory that they're trying to repurpose? Uh, Among other things, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a poor area. I, I, I explain to the Sentinel, there's a, a number of people who are resistant to this deal. It, it could be uh, local gangs have somehow gotten hold of literally superpowers and are trying to mistakenly stop this process by attacking the counselor. Is he okay? I mean, uh, I've been following the news and he just vanished. He was not seriously injured. I expect he will recover. That's good to hear. So when I was seeing this operating theater that they, they were doing these experiments in, could I tell that the people doing this were the aliens, not humans with alien tech? You wouldn't be able to be entirely sure, but it would be odd for humans to have that level of yeah. access. Like, what human would have the control words for, like, uh, psychic soldiers or whatever? Not likely. Okay. An old, an old butch, uh, slaughterhouse. Uh, there was, I mean, there was the the old meat plants on the north north end. Could be one of those. Perhaps they were recruiting from these these areas. We may be able to find someone there who can lead us to this location. With apologies to uh, Ace, there. Unfortunately, I am not well looked upon in those areas. But <laughs> I can head north and see if I can check out some of the where, some of the uh, some of the old band slaughterhouses. See if I can find out where they were. Maybe still operations up there. That's definitely a lead worth following. Well, this- in that case, uh, watch I- my body, and I astral project out. <laughs> Do you just face down at the table, or <laughs> head lolls back. You know, <laughs> the only person who can hear me right now is, is the psychic sentinel. Hey, let them know I'm okay. I, I'm heading north. I'm, uh, I don't want anyone to see me, so I'm zipping up. Probably a very drunk biker who like just comes over and like puts both hands on your shoulders, like laughing at the rest, the other two of you, like ha ha. Man, he just can't take his drink, right? Uh, lightweight. And then he, like, you know, staggers out, like, completely. Yeah, I was just going to say something, and it's like I had the finger up, and it's like, ah, okay, no one's home. 
So I'm moving pretty fast. When I get to the warehouses, uh, any of the old slower houses, have, do I even show any sign of being used recently? Or I think from the outside, at least, what you can see. Uh, hold on. You're in astral form. Uh, tell yes. me a little about uh, what that means. You're invisible? Unless you're enchanted or have some ability, or have some ability to see into the uh, interface between here and the astral plane, yeah, you're not going to see me. Yeah, you know, when you were describing the kids moving, moving away, I'm sort of thinking that's kind of what it looks like for him when he's moving through the astral plane when he's traveling uh-huh. fast, All right. and then he dips back down. But he's invisible unless he tries to manifest. It, it looks yeah. abandoned, like it's supposed to be. But you also see. Uh, you see this, you see this guy, Skid Row type of dude. Like he, he's wearing like kind of ratty clothing, and it looks like he's just passing through. Mm-hmm. But you know, he looks up and he looks straight at you, and then away, and keeps going. Like he shouldn't be able to see you. I'll head inside the building. And it's obvious, like you, you feel it. Like he saw. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He saw me. Yeah, I head inside the building. Anything or. Uh, what would be like a willpower type of thing? Would it be forceful? There's some sort of barrier. You you encounter some sort of resistance, right? You want to go through, yeah. but then it's like, uh, what the? Mm. It should be just like swooping through like nothing, but there's resistance. I'm going to try to push through. I guess it would be forceful. Yeah, give me, uh, give me a three. How about and this one? Is not normal. I have no fate points, so I'm trying to push against it. Okay. And you I'll can do it at a cost, right? No, no. If there's if there's a force field, if there's some sort of force keep me keep me out, I found our target. I you know just go boop and go back back to the body. Bink, I wake up. Oh, okay. Yep, I can pop back in. The old McCulloughan uh, slaughterhouses of North End they are shielded from me. I can't get inside, and somebody saw me. Don't be pe- people don't see me. So yeah, something's going on up there. That's probably where they're based. Look, look over at the Sentinel. You want to check this out now? We should investigate. Yes. Only it's two freaking clock in the morning. I need and I gotta get. I have to be at work at six. Can you guys deal with it? And and I, I'll get a little sleep I can. Pile into the back of the uh, Stang, and you can uh, take a, a nap while we drive across town. Did you not hear me? I have work at six o'clock in the morning. Well, I can't tell him that. I don't understand the concept of work. But <laughs> <laughs> Lordy means I have to call. Uh, give um, Clyde a call. No, no, I'm going. I'm going to be hung over in the morning. Okay, I can follow you on my bike. That's probably good because I don't know if you'd fit inside of a sports car. What that little thing out out there? No. We get some banter <laughs> and then you what? Get off to the set off mm-hmm. to the the slaughterhouses. Sure. Yes, psychic sentinels is your is your shotgun. Get on the flip phone. Thank mom for the for the tip. I'm pretty sure she's been following the news. <laughs> Just All trying right. to head off a complication. <laughs> yes. Cool. So you show up at the the slaughterhouses early morning, way early morning. Same deal. They look abandoned. They they don't look in use. There's there are no cars, no vehicles there. Everything looks dark. There, there was no a- people around now. There was someone guarding the place, but you never know. So we see you like what, like turn a corner in the stang and stop and observe, or what are you guys doing? I pull in front of the gate in my bike. Yeah, I imagine there's a gate with a security fence. Mm-hmm. When the security mm-hmm. fence is just to keep honest people honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ninja like you know one running flip. <laughs> I'm over that. 
I bet I look around for something and I look at his sports car and I look at the angle. Yeah. Turn around, come back. And I'm going to use his sports car as a ramp. <laughs> that sounds so astral biker. <laughs> Do I need a roll to make it or? Do you want the potential of crashing horribly? Nah, I just want to just do right. it. Right, in that case, it's just flavor. <laughs> yeah, you just do your Vroom. thing. Sorry about the uh, paint job. They're Drive disposable. I, I, I point at the bikes. That is not stealthy. Nope, but they know we're coming. Someone saw me. Okay, they saw what's you. The psychic, what's the psychic sentinel doing while they're, they're like, <laughs> you used my car? <laughs> Face palm. I don't think you've, you've learned that yet, but that's probably what you would be doing. <laughs> <laughs> You should go in that side, and I will try the other side, and one of us will be successful. There may be a shield to keep us out, us keep us meet people out, too. You know, I hang around with a lot of weird people. One who, refu- who refers to everyone as humans, the other one refers to everyone as meat. <laughs> well, you're the guy with the gadgets. Well, yeah, that's because I'm going to stealthfully break in and defeat any uh, security systems and, and move through this place like a shadow. As the motorcycle crashes through the front door. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, through the skylight. How did he get up there? <laughs> yeah, that was sort of my, my idea is that the bike girl go one way and draw attention and I'll go the other way and be sneaky. Sneaky's not my dumb step, but it's not my best stat. Also, I'm clever zero, which means I'm more or less more more or less direct. So that actually sounds like a plan. I go looking for the uh, doors. They look open. Open? They're not even closed properly. I'll sit back in my bike, uh, and I will think real hard. It's a trap. Hopefully he picked that up. Well, I'm expecting him to go charging in the front. I'm, like, going up onto the roof and going to be coming in through an entrance up there. Put the uh, kickstand down, get off the bike, and walk up to the door and look inside. Uh, okay. I was expecting uh, something closed. rephrase that. It's not a wide-open door. It's a door that hasn't been closed properly. That's right, man. I'm looking through the crack. Cool. You see a darkness, and you see the entryway where uh, you go in and, and sign in and make cha- make your your clothing changes and so forth, or okay. would have when this were in, was in yeah. uh, in use. Yeah. Open up the door a bit more. Push the other door open. Get back on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> Fire up the engine. Turn the head- yeah, headlights on, and go in slowly. It's a trap. Is, is, is the headlight <laughs> on or off? Or oh, it's, it's on. Okay. Fact, yeah, I turn so it lights the, up I, the idea of that like in fact space. I'll turn it I'll turn the high high beams on. It's it's been pretty much emptied out and it's disused yeah. obviously and somebody's like left uh, uh one of these like rubber aprons uh just casually uh, on the floor. And then there's probably the door with the either leather if it's old or plastic if it if it's recent uh mm-hmm. flaps into the actual slaughterhouse. Yeah. I'll go through that slowly. While you're up on the roof there uh Sentinel, you definitely feel something like the machinery used by the other side. It has a particular like psychic hum, and you feel it right now. It's some there's some sort of device on in this slaughterhouse below you. What uh, angle of attack or or point of attack is uh, is the ace taking? We're going to defeat the locks and any security on one of the uh, side entrances, like a uh, would normally be a one-way fire exit, and just slip in. If it's too dark to see, I'll pull out a pen light with a red lens and use that for looking around. It looks empty. It uh, looks like it. there's nothing here and probably hasn't been 
there hasn't been any activity here for like 10 years. But something feels off, definitely. Well, you, you know what? Everyone makes mistakes. So I am looking for what they failed to cover up. All right. How are you going about discovering what they failed to cover up? Just keeping my eyes open for anything that's out of the place. Drag marks that are fresh, dust that's been disturbed. Will you say you're taking a careful look or? You bet. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, give me a full. Yeah, give me a two. Overcome to notice something. There's a uh, three for you. Right on the oh, money. Cool. I should start uh, compelling you guys. <laughs> <laughs> if you must. But uh, hey, what yeah, did they I, I think to that goes cover? two ways, right? So as you notice that there's, I think you, you you're sneaking forward all sneakily and ninja esque uh, with your little uh, light, and then you notice something very weird. There's a seam in the middle of a doorway. It has this weird luminescence to it. As you notice it, you hear something behind you, like a crunch uh, on the floor. There's a, a feeling of like um, there was a hum or sound on that you didn't hear until it went away. It goes away, and suddenly, like, the room is completely different. It's well lit. It's bright. Uh, there are benches all around you with, like, weird implements that look like they're some sort of weird plastic, metal, aluminum mix. There are, like, uh, not floodlights, but, you know, kind of these, these surgical-ish spots in the corners, and you're not alone. And they got the drop on you. Well, did I actually, like, teleport? <laughs> you don't feel they... like that. You feel like you're in the same room. It's the same layout. It's just like some. It's like somebody pulled the curtain away. Psychic. That's weird. Cause, yeah, because yeah, yeah, that ain't no hologram. Mm. Well, I guess I will try to be less pummeled. <laughs> and we're all going into this with no, with no fate points. <laughs> <laughs> but you get one now, because I, I just invoked your... Um, just do a scene invoke. Not you. Yeah. The ace is getting one for everyone makes mistakes. And mine was, I'm not a psychic warrior. What am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you maybe flip, uh, twist around, and uh, right there in your face is this really well put together, you know, like a doctor that, that would suit like a television show where they're like a plastic surgeon and they're wearing like white, you know, the white coat. And they have this, like, uh, disarming smile. <laughs> oh. I think he says, hello there. Care to sit? And he points to, uh, like, what looks like a surgical chair that you didn't see before. That's just there. And uh, I think he's compelling you mentally. He can try. Yes. Yeah, I think it's just an overcome. He's yeah. not great at it. <laughs> That's clever. Quick thinking. Totally. Yes. Ooh. Oh, you beat him with style. Get a boost. <laughs> I cross my arms and uh, unshakable willpower if, is the name of the boost. No, you need to stop what you're doing. His, his like congenial smile breaks a little bit, but then comes back as if he didn't expect you to just like, what? No, I'm not doing that. And says, Ooh. oh, no, but I insist. You must be very tired. And again, like you feel maybe a vague sort of force on you, but it, it like slides off you again. And so he furrows his brow and is like, huh. You do that again, I'm going to punch you in the face. Yeah, and he's talking to himself like he didn't hear you. He's like, huh, that's very unfortunate. And then he puts his po his like hand in his pocket. He's clearly going to pull something out. What do you do? Uh, I guess I punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> As you're launching for, for the surgeon here, Biker, you enter the, the big like slaughter room. With all um, the device. 
I see all the all the furniture, all the furnishings, or is it empty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you see is is what you would expect to see in a disused slaughterhouse, right? Uh-huh. Where most of the stuff has been moved out. Obviously, mm-hmm. there are no carcasses, anything like that. But you know, the whole lots, lots of unfortunate stains on the concrete. Huh. Ace Sentinel. <laughs> Damn it! Since it's open space, I, I'll go a little bit faster now and drive into the room. How far do I get before I find out it's not an open space? <laughs> You bump into something, and it's like you you drive through a rip in reality, mm-hmm. uh, and then you're in a brightly lit big space. There are like rows and rows and rows of cots, unoccupied, right? And there are mm-hmm. uh, what you would recognize as as uh, you know IV bags and um, monitoring equipment, and you like essentially run into one of these cots. There are two like nurses. In the classical sense, like dressed in mm-hmm. nurse uniforms over in one corner, going over some some equipment, clearly like dismantling it. It looks kind of like an EEG machine or something, but they're they're treating it oddly, like mm. something's off with how they, they're dealing with it. Basically, they're dressed in like 50s nurse outfits, are you saying? Or... Yeah, yeah, with the, the kind of the, the Joker in the, the Batman movie recently. Uh, hello, ladies. What are you up to? <laughs> like They frown behind their their like face masks surgical masks and uh redouble their efforts w- with whatever they're doing they're God, taking it's... off the front of this like eeg machine uh exposing some wiring and they're like fiddling with that when you say cuts are they it looks like some sort of military fold out uh probably some sort of lightweight uh aluminium frame and then like uh, just cloth there's a scene aspect now of of cluttered terrain yeah i, I gotta yeah. be better at that i keep forgetting that. Uh, I need to get them to stop doing what they're doing. I rev the engine and try to make my way through the uh, through the maze of cots. Though I might grab a uh, IV stand and use it as a uh, lance. <laughs> Maybe move upstairs. Our psychic sentinel. Well, he's making his way down towards where he senses the alien presence and carefully avoiding any any alarms or sensors that uh, might detect his intrusion. Sure. Maybe you could do a sneak overcome to infiltrate this place. Sure, you know, do, do the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, give me a two if you want to just like move in ghost style. Yeah, no problem. Oh, that's fine. Do you see yourself going down through the through the ceiling or? Yeah. Yeah, ceiling. Okay. So I think you 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 come to like a um, skylight. Uh, you pry it open real uh, neatly. It's right there, like the psychic hum. You're aware of, of how it works well enough that you can slip through it, right? So instead of just being surprised suddenly, you're like, oh, okay, this is here. I'm going to drop down here. So you drop through this like fabric of psychic fakery, this illusion, into this brightly lit space with all of the cots. You're maybe, I don't know, six feet away from these uh, fake nurses fiddling with the uh, the EEG machine, which has the the resonance you're talking about, right? This is the alien device that's uh, been putting out, out all this, like, illusion energy or illusions, psychic illusion. You would totally have the drop on them. You can hear the revving of the biker's engines. You probably see him driving in. But, uh, uh, yeah, you are free to, like, do whatever. These are clearly the other side, aliens, not human beings, people. What do you do? 
I want to create an advantage for myself. I want to telekinetically take control of the device they're messing with. Cool. Uh, that sounds maybe like clever. Okay. But you tell me what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I want to be able to take control of it so then I can use it to my advantage to mess with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mess with their perception of, of what's going on here. I like it. Give me a two. Ooh, with oh, with style, too. So two invokes. Two? Yeah, cool. I control the horizontal, I control the vertical. Let's jump back to the very exciting conclusion to the ace jumping ace. at the surgeon. Well, like I said, we're, we're going to punch him in the face. I don't know what he has, but I sure don't want to be shot by it. Well, that's Ooh. a one. And we'll, depending on what he rolls, we might grab yeah, one of those yeah. invokes. Oh, I think you get a boost. I, that's a boost if I want to keep it. Or you can just spend, get plus two and do two stress on him. You know, I, I, I'm just going to, like, punch him in the face, like, bap, and, and just have him stagger back going, whoa, you punched me in the face. Surprised by your human aggression. <laughs> <laughs> or honesty, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> how about that? Staggered boost on the surgeon. Sure. So you clock him, he's clearly, like, surprised and a little dismayed, and he pulls out what looks like an electric toothbrush without the brush. A um, lightsaber. <laughs> and he points it to you, and he squeezes something. So this is an attack. It's not entirely clear what it does yet. Oh, that's pretty terrible. You feel a, a numbing sensation in, in your skin coming at you. I could see you defending in any number of ways, like uh, uh, with force. Dodging quickly. Yeah, that could also work. Right, It's clearly some sort of cone of, of influence from this thing. Yeah, it's, quickness is not my strongest suit, but it does make sense that I would be dodging it. So we will give that a try and see where we stand. Ooh. You know what? Sometimes just re relying upon reflexes is the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know, he's just like irritatingly and oddly calmly saying, like, would you please stand still as he's, like, trying to sap you. <laughs> <laughs> biker, astral biker. Mm-hmm. I probably don't notice him, so I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I'm debating if I want to hit that machine between them or hit one of them with my bike. But it's it's making my way through the damn terrain is is the problem. Then I think for a second I I'm holding the damn uh, IV and they're over there. You know, hit the brake, brace myself, hold it up like a like a spear mm -hmm. and throw it at them. Uh, that's either flashy or quick. Um, I hope you're not afraid before. of needles. <laughs> it's a stand, so it's it's got it's got yeah, a yeah. big wide base. That's the end I'm throwing at them because I figure that's the end will do the most damage if it hits one of them. I'm just trying to think of really bad one-liners. <laughs> Take your medicine. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, in that case, he if he's mouthing off, he's doing it flashily. Sounds like you're trying to shock them or stop them from fiddling uh, if you're doing flashy. Like, draw their attention and, and hurl something at them. It doesn't sound yeah, like you're trying uh, to kill them. I could be trying to create an advantage yeah, so that it? they... Yep, yeah, I'm creating advantage of distracting them so that I can get closer. Uh, three. Oh, we tie. Well, you get a boost, right? Distracted. That's good for a boost. One of them sort of peels off to the side and reaches for something on a little, like, side table next to one of these cots. It mm -hmm. looks very much like one of these things that the surgeon was waving around. The the reader of the comic will notice right away as she picks it up, like, oh. And ah. then she points it at you and, like, clicks it. Well, well I'm going to be quick and, use my, and, and do a wheelie and use my bike to block it. Oh, that's a terrible roll. I don't think you need to <laughs> make it there. Oh, no, no. Ooh. 
but that's uh, with, with style. style. Then with style, I got a boost. I got a boost on her. Awesome. Well, can I say because uh, I my bike is made out of metal, reflected back at her, so she's a little bit staggered by her own blast. Yeah, why not? Took her medicine. Uh, uh, taste <laughs> of her own medicine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our psychic sentinel with the advantages, all of the advantages. <laughs> You can use those boosts if you want to. Essentially attacking them mentally that your mission has failed, it's over, your only hope is to surrender. <laughs> All right. What do you think it is? Is it clever or, or flashy? or? I mean, it's quick thinking. You're like, okay, everything is stacked against them. Like, it could be clever. I'll take clever, sure. All right. So that's two so far, but I've got a bunch of stuff to... Ah! All right. Oh, okay. So, yes, you have a lot of stuff to <laughs> beat deep. I start uh, changing the surroundings so that you know, it will uh, remind them of, like, uh, alien prison. Ah! That's where I'm invoking my control of the, the device there. If you do both, then you take them out. Well, maybe I take the boost. Could use one and use one of the boosts. Yeah, I'll take the boost that they've they've just seen the the biker coming towards them, so they're they're taking their the medicine and take one of the invokes from my control. They immediately just just stop what they're doing, and it's all almost like robotic. They stop. They just like their their arms fall to their sides. Uh, I think they turn to you, Sentinel, and they nod slowly, and then they just seem to like almost shut off, like their heads tilt to a side, and it's like they go into sleep mode. This is one of the ways that the other side surrenders, yeah. right? This place now looks like this alien prison. I mean, is, is this for everyone now? To, the, to them. Oh, to I them. Yeah, because this is a, some sort of psychic perception altering thing, which yes. I've altered theirs. I, I'll look in the direction they're looking and go, whoa, Sentinel, are they dead? They've surrendered. I will uh, take care of them after we find their commander i i sense ace is in battle with him now <laughs> it's a hard cut to a different page and then we yeah. see like the next uh, blow in the fight right well i guess i'm going to punch into the head again miss while he's distracted hit him with a sucker punch uppercut with the left <laughs> Go for it. and just totally knock this dock out cold. Not with that. Yeah. Well, let, let's add uh, those two invokes I've got, those two boosts. So that gives me a five. Uh, staggered and which other boost? He was staggered, and then there was the one of controlled. Oh, unshakable will. Yeah. Oh, yeah, unshakable. Well, yeah, that, that's a three-point shift. If you need a name for another boost, sucked. That is if you do one less shift, right? Then you can oh. get another boost. Does uh, a three-shift take him out? No, because he's tough enough to take a consequence. <laughs> okay, in, in that yeah. case, we'll, we'll go with the two-pointer and we'll go with sucker punched. Because you don't have eight points, so you got to make your own luck. He's going to take... Ah, uh, physical, minor. What did you say you hit him with in the last... Uh... Uh, uppercut. He got that one in the jaw. Let's call it whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> and that's invocable. Oh, yes, it is. And I actually have a fake point because I was compelled. Hot well, the first no, no, is free, no. right? First, first time's free on consequences. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this, like, <laughs> a gratuitous shot of you connecting and his head whipping back and, and you know, his perfect hair being ruined. <laughs> Does a tooth fly out? Because it always does for some reason. All right, why not? So the next panel is him wiping the corner of his mouth and turning the device on you again, saying, you really need to sit down. 
Poof. Oh, let's see. That gives him a boost if I just yep. sit there and take it, right? Yep. I, I can live with that. And you need right. to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to call that going numb. Fine. I have become uh-huh. comfortably numb. I have cool. no idea what these aliens are like, but I think all they have is canines. When it comes to the type of tooth that, that got punched out, uh, he looks like a person. That's the weirdest thing. Like the well, regular, like well, not a normal regular one. This is this is the ostentatious version of John Smith. <laughs> Biker, uh, you're out yes. in the midst with your motorcycle, and and the psychic sentinel. The sentinel has ex- explained yeah. to you that he can feel uh, the A's doing battle with their their um, leader Hopefully. even now. Hopefully you point it in a direction. Mm-hmm. Did you point? Oh, yeah. So I'm heading down the aisleways between the cot and head toward the uh, side of the building because I figure that's where he is. Ace! Ace! You know, since you're on a bike, it goes like two shakes. You you drive out into a corridor, drive in mm-hmm. the direction that the Sentinel pointed you to, and there's an open doorway. And as you wheel through it, you see the Ace dancing around this surgeon type mm-hmm. person who's trying to zap him with something the ace is just like doing ninja, ninja avoidance yes <laughs> yeah i can i recognize the device i go ace duck wheelie and i'm gonna hit, hit him in the head with the front wheel of my bike got some just as good as a boost i have a stunt you really are the bmx bandit I'm going to go there. I'm going to pop a wheelie. <laughs> See what he does for defense. Oh! I'm going to tap that whiplash of his. Sorry. And only make it, only make he just dodges out of the way yeah. and doesn't get a boost out of it. You can so. steal sucker punched too, if you want to be a, a total booster <clears throat> a bandit. Sure. I'll grab that, too. Yeah, Bang. And yeah, and succeed with one point, so he takes a point of stress. Yes. And he has a tire track on his face. I think it goes up the side of his perfectly pearly white no, no, uh, I, remember, I do a wheelie, and I bring it down on him. How the hell still leave a running mark? Back to Sentinel, I guess. Yes. Floats into the room and unleashes a mental blast on this alien to uh, try to sunder his mind. Ouch. <laughs> Sounds like an attack. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a forceful attack to me, but you tell me. Probably. Maybe not his best idea, but sometimes he get carried away. <laughs> Two. Did you have anything left you can tag? Yes, I do. But I'll see how he rolls to see how I might want to implement that. Tie. Okay. It's a boost for you. But oh, I got my free invoke. So we'll uh, crank that up to two shifts because uh, his perception of the room is like it's like shifting to his alien's version of like hell. Oh, all right. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I'm trying to picture this in comic book form. Like, how do we see him see our uh, alien L? But it's probably like we see his reaction rather than the stuff. Yeah, his eyes going wide. So that's two shifts, and I'm an agent of uh, extraterrestrial Cold War, and I'm fighting my enemy here, so I really know how to hurt him. So that's four shifts. Oh, yeah. So I spent my last fate point there. I don't think he... Nah, I think you take him out. Yay. You take him out with fear. And and these, I, I guess they're usually like really composed, but this is like one of the things that really terrifies them, I think. So I think he falls down into kind of a fetal position and he's just shaking there and his eyes are wide and, and the, the device has dropped away. What'd you do to him, Sentinel? I've created a... A psychic prison for him for now. I will contact someone to come pick them up. 
<laughs> you can't see me nodding like approvingly, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Ace, you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about ready to take him out. Thanks for the hand. <laughs> I look over at Sentinel. We don't get to keep the toys, do we? Uh, no, these should not be uh, on your planet. Uh, I don't think we've got the mental willpower to use them anyway. Mm, I sure don't. I hope these guys keep meticulous records, because we need to find the army of super-powered thugs that they've created. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that how, how many cots were in that room? In, in that uh, one room? Probably 40. Yeah, I would go to their alien computer to try to pull that information out. Oh, you go there and you realize they have fried it. They're planning all to of the electronics, it. all the records, all the stuff that could incriminate them, gone. Mm-hmm. The last devices they were powering down were the the like psychic shield um, hallucination generators. We'll it's like they knew stone. you were coming. Sure, yeah, you shred the documents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, maybe you can have... get something out of them in alien interrogation later. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, also we can just look at the records for the juvenile uh, youth centers. Do some groundwork. Ask some questions. Who's not shown up? Mm-hmm. You, you probably have to talk to the Watsons about that. That's a, that's their stuff. You think they'll let you, let you look at the records for the youth centers? <laughs> no, no. Sneak in and uh, do it myself. You know that's breaking and entering. <laughs> See the symbol on my chest? The, this white ace? I play by my, my own rules for my own game. You see that white symbol on your chest? That's a target for some guy with a sniper rifle. Reach up, click a button on my collar, and it fades to black. Maybe the reader is like, hmm, is there a real... How much of a difference is there between this Watson and the potential Watson malcontent? <laughs> like, playing by my own rules for my own gain. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I can have that totally use the hoist my own petard, okay? Yeah. I think we can maybe uh, fade out on you guys there. There's a final little, like, series of panels... Uh, with uh, Gina Stahl sitting in like an in- an interrogation room. She has Daniels standing nearby. And on the other side of the table, chained to the table, is the malcontent, the young black man uh, who has the same chin as um, our illustrious ace. And she says, so, Brayden, it's Brayden, right? He just gives her a look. She says, why, why were you attacking Councilman Burke? Surely there's... Nothing you could possibly gain from from just beating people up. Why? That's what that's what the corrupt elites do all the time. They get tools to beat up us, the downtrodden. And I, for one, won't stand for it anymore. And there are lots more where I came from. And dun, dun, that's dun. like, yeah, da da. Dum dum dum. Cool, cool, cool. Well, uh, we have a lot of fun little plot hooks in the future. Just going oh, yeah. into that episode. So cool. Mm-hmm. Since I haven't GM'd Fate of any kind in a while, I wasn't entirely sure how much content, uh, like, stuff in there to begin with. So I had, like, mm-hmm. I knew what was getting, what was going on, right, in the background. And then I was like, oh, well, I don't know, let's have a, a thing at the City Hall and we'll see how each of you get into it. And I was figuring, like, maybe that'll take a while to take these people down. And then you're, like, b- barreling with the bike, <laughs> like, <laughs> boom. <laughs> Oh, that's four people down? Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that, w- that we got all the way to a conclusion instead of just yeah. like having a fight and then, then okay, what's going on? Yeah. 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 If you need someone to do quick recon, recon psychic biker. He can do quick Astral, recon. Astral biker. I'm the psychic. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Always trying, trying to steal my thunder. <laughs> I have to uh, think about ways of like um, compelling your aspects in the moment more. Yeah, um, and I, actually, I'm seriously thinking that looking at my aspect, it's worthless unless we unless you guys go involve Dad or remind me of Dad. So I may actually consider rewriting that one. My trouble. I Does, didn't choose yep. to use it this time, but I, I okay. chose the eleven o'clock news thing to like. Oh, ah. cool! So there's going to be like an eleven o'clock news thing, and and then I was hoping that maybe you'd be like intrigued by the quote unquote teleporting because it was it was sort of similar to the projection thing, but yeah. Well, yeah. given the number of times he invoked the eleven o'clock, that was spot on. He he is a camera hog. <laughs> So oh, I I wrote down now for the future, like future sessions that, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just keep for myself to keep in mind that I got to involve some of your characters that you've established more. Yeah. Cool. One thing for sure that I think we should all avoid is to make the big bad for ourselves. <laughs> like uh, I do not want to have anything to do with the Ice Queen for, yep. you know, because she's supposed to be scary. Uh, and like somebody I can't handle, really. And like I said, Jason, uh, Jason Rowe Sr. is someone else's uh, yeah. fun time. I mean, oftentimes, <laughs> I th- thinking back, like a lot of the time, you, I, if it's not Mary Jane, it's somebody else that's in, in trouble. Or like yeah. you, you have a responsibility towards somebody and then you have to go do a, another thing. Mm-hmm. That was maybe the vague thing here. But on the other side, uh, yeah, first yeah. first effort. Any, any other thoughts about today's session? No, no, no. At it's... all? It was, pretty four, it was pretty four-color, which is good. Excellent. We need to throw out some more scene aspects at the beginning of the scenes to oh, yeah. get stuff to interact with. Another point. I always forget that, too. Well, yeah. I guess I should skedaddle here since mm-hmm. yeah, I don't yeah. have my domestic goddess. I actually have stuff to do. <laughs> my apologies. One second, I'm going to drink something. And that's when he realizes he's already drunk everything. If you want to contact us, we have a Facebook page. We started a Google Plus community. There's our forums, sundayskypers.freeforums.org. There's email, sundayskypers at zoho.com. That's sundayskypers, all one word, at zoho.com. And of course, there's always telepathy.